Good morning, everyone. Today is the 302nd day of the year, leaving only 63 days ahead of us in 2018. 89 years ago, today was a Tuesday, about to become known as Black Tuesday, the day the stock market crashed, when billions of dollars were lost at the New York Stock Exchange, where the volume of trading was so enormous the stock ticker machinery could not keep pace, and ended up running hours behind. The United States and the rest of the industrialized world on Black Tuesday began its economic spiral downward into the Great Depression of the 1930s. 51 years ago, today the musical Hair opened at the Shakespeare Public Theater in New York City and ran for a month and a half until December 10th. Based on the long-haired, peace-loving, freewheeling hippie era of the late 60s, Hare found a long-term home on Broadway at the Biltmore Theater, beginning on the 29th of April, 1968, running for four years and delivering 1,742 performances. Forty-three years ago, today, Francisco Franco, who for 36 years had ruled Spain as its Generalissimo of the National Army and its Jefe del Estado, or Head of State, resigned, effectively returning Spain to a monarchy via Prince Juan Carlos for the first time since the Spanish Civil War. One of the most infamous acts of Franco occurred in April 1937, when he bargained with Adolf Hitler to use the ancient Basque capital of Guernica as a practice bombing site for Hitler's newly formed Luftwaffe Condor Squadron. The bargain meant Franco would be able to stay out of World War II while at the same time have Hitler wreak destruction on Franco's sworn enemies, the Basques. Pablo Picasso would later immortalize this event in his painting titled Guernica. Today is the birthday of actress Kate Jackson, who turns 70, and of actress Winona Ryder, who turns 47. The full hunter's moon of this past week, known also as the full travel moon and the full dying grass moon, shone starkly against the night sky, augmented by the remnants of stiff breezes blowing down east of late. Celestially, we in the high northern latitudes should be afforded good views of the constellation Perseus this week. This proves perfect timing for All Hallows' Eve, or Halloween, midweek as the Demon Star, also known as Beta Perse, or Algol, will be almost the brightest star in Perseus the Hero, the brightest being Alpha Perse, whose proper name is Mirfak. But back to Algol, a name which is derived from an Arabic term for head of the ghoul, or head of the demon. Algo is also called an eclipsing variable star because from our earthly perspective, Algo is the kind of star that is part of a multiple star system where one star regularly passes in front of the other. Check it out high in the northeast sky during these remaining October evenings. Meanwhile, we have had no shortage of bluster this past week down east, with winds inland frequently blowing 10 to 15 knots, then 15 to 20, then 20 to 25, and at sea considerably higher.
Winds were largely responsible 71 years ago for the far-ranging fires of Maine in 1947, especially those on Mount Desert Island. We have mentioned in earlier editions of A Word in Edgewise that the fire that began on Friday, October 17, 1947, near Dolliver's Dump in Hull's Cove, quickly moving with the assistance of wind through various environs of the eastern half of Mount Desert Island. Within seven days, the fire had considerable momentum, moving toward Bar Harbor, where many of the, the inhabitants were gathering at the town dock, waiting for various watercraft to arrive from distant harbors along Frenchman Bay shores. Winter Harbor, Prospect Harbor, Goldsboro, Sorrento, Lemoyne, and other villages sent retrieval vessels, transporting at least 400 people off the island. By this time, the fire, fanned by stout winds, was traveling two miles an hour, most definitely a frightening speed, and eventually would sweep down Millionaire's Row, destroying 67 seasonal estates there. Bar Harbor's business district was miraculously spared, but 170 year-round homes and five large historic hotels in the area surrounding downtown were destroyed. Moving south past Bar Harbor, the fire would burn 11,000 additional acres while the wind would continue to fan the flames, but at last simultaneously propel the last major vestige of the inferno off of Otter Point as a giant fireball that ran out of fuel over the ocean. Some 60 years after that dramatic moment, I was a scenic pilot for one of the outfits flying out of Bar Harbor Hancock County Airport in Trenton, and one of my passengers was an interesting gentleman from the village of Otter Creek. He had been 16 years old at the time of the fire, had been helping to fight the Bar Harbor fire like any other available Mount Desert Island male, and had been sent with a small group slightly to the west on the island, to Western Point to be exact, on the western shore of Otter Cove. There he and his companion firefighters had witnessed that fireball expiring over the waters off Otter Point, and he told me that he had not seen something that powerful in nature since. In all, the fire smoldered on for another couple of weeks, not being pronounced completely out until 4 p.m. on November 14, 1947, nearly one month after it had begun in Hull's Cove. Over 17,000 acres had burned, more than 10,000 of them in Acadia National Park. Amazingly, fewer than a half dozen people died due to causes associated with the fire. Park rangers estimated most animals were able to escape the fire, though an unknown number certainly were not able to. Occasionally, hikers today may find a charred remnant tree trunk, but the most noticeable aspect is that the nature of the forest as a whole has changed from mostly boreal to considerably deciduous. Although there again, nature is beginning to change that forestation, as the deciduous trees are short-lived, allowing spruce and fir to reclaim their previous territory. For more on Maine, Happy Halloween.